The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy, Young, recording on a Wednesday afternoon because I've had a busy schedule this week, a.k.a. Mr. Take Two because halfway through the first take started to record this podcast, the USB cord fell out of my MacBook, a.k.a. That's right, I call it a MacBook and not a laptop because I'm better than you, a.k.a. Young, I've got lots of half-finished ideas, notes for what to talk about this episode, so fuck knows what it's actually going to be about, a.k.a. your fucking boy, Jack Fox. And it's time for yet another episode of Tired and Inspired. What's up? How's it going? How is it hanging? Uh, I'm back on the shit microphone this week. I'm not even sure if the microphone makes enough difference for you guys if you're not like an audio file you might not even notice the difference in quality between the old handheld or the uh, properly set up one but either way um i'm more i notice more how stuffed up i am and how nasally i sound when i talk now because uh, christina recently had surgery on her face to get her sinus problems sorted out. And now I feel like I should also get that because she's very happy with it. Uh, she had all that nose shit sorted. And I would like my nose shit also sorted so I can live a good quality of life. <laughs> Which sounds really weird. Because I don't know, man. I'm one of, I am one of these guys, you know, uh, like the, the, um, the cliche is like, Men that need to go to the doctor. Obviously, if you need to go, if you have like a broken leg or like you know you have a fucking car crash, then fine, go to the doctors. But like, if you have something that's like slightly bugging you, men will be like, "Oh, it's fine. It'll it'll heal itself and fine." And I, I am one of those guys. Like, I don't go to the doctors unless like my fucking foot is hanging off my leg. Uh, and what having blocked sinuses just means that like, oh, oh I can't breathe out of my nose. Or sometimes I don't get enough sleep, which can lead to other respiratory problems and have heart attacks. Uh, who cares? You know what I mean? Like, it's not a big deal, you know? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I probably should go sort it out, though. But that's not what I want to talk about. That's not what I wanted to talk about. See what I'm just saying about getting enough sleep? This is so disrespectful to yawn on my own podcast. Um, speaking of Christina, I'm going over to America next month. Going over for a few weeks, flying into Orlando, Florida. Uh, that's not where she's from, but that's where we're meeting, just because I like to be logistically awkward. No, I'm just kidding. Um, should be fun. Uh, and also speaking to Christina, I've realised that when she was last here, when she was last here, would would obviously travel, not travel around as such, but, you know, would go to places and things. And one thing I realised about America and specifically where Christina lives in New Hampshire, there's not a lot of, like... Because America is so vast, America is very vast, right? So when you're in England and you walk down, like, a high street, there's, like... At least there's, like, corner shops every... 
if it was America, you'd see it in every block. On every block in England, you'll find a corner shop, right? Or somewhere to nip into to get, like, some milk, some bread, like a newspaper, whatever, right? There's, 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 there's those everywhere. You see little Tesco's. I'm surrounded by a one-stop, a co-op. Um, there's a Tesco not too far from me. There's a Sainsbury's near where I live as well. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? There's none of that in, in America, or at least where Christina lives anyways. And me and Christina, when she was here, we were in some way, and I feel personally, right, I don't know if anybody else can relate to this, I feel so comfortable in a corner shop or in one of those Tesco Expresses. I feel so comfortable. I know where everything is. I know what, exactly what I'm looking for. Like, I, like I operate. I'm, I think I'm at my best. I am at my best as a human being when I'm on stage at the stand in Newcastle, behind the drums at the bunker with my band, and in a Tesco Express. Those are the three times where I'm at the top of my game. Watching me walk through the cereal aisle at a Tesco Express is like watching Lionel Messi prime Barca, that goal he scored against Atletico Madrid where he beat like seven players starting on the halfway line. That is me. And I said that to Christina and then she immediately left us. No, not, not really. But I said that to Christina and she said, yeah, that's because you're a bodega cat. And as soon as she said that, like I heard, I could hear time. I could, I saw grass grow. I started levitating. Everything in my life made sense. When Christina said I was a bodega cat. If you don't know what bodega cats are, in America, specifically New York, they call corner shops bodegas. And for some reason, for some reason, the majority of these bodegas just get cats living in there. There's Instagram accounts and Twitter accounts uh, uh dedicated to bodega cats and you can just go on and people just take pictures of cats in bodegas that are asleep in amongst the crisps that are sitting on top of the ATM machines are sitting on top of the ice cream cabinet booth things and it's cute as fuck because cats are unbelievable and when Christina called me a bodega cat that's just that's what I am I am a bodega cat Everything in my life made sense from then. I have such a personality of a cat. I am a cat. And I thank Christina for bringing that, in, bringing that analogy into my life. <coughs> but she she should leave me. She's better than I am. Um. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a Bodega cat. I love cats. I love cats so much. TikTok gets a lot of flack, right? And rightly so, because there's some bullshit on there. But obviously, if you make the algorithm your own little bitch and your own little slave, then you can you can uh, customise what you see on your For You page. Isn't it? And my For You page is becoming more and more cats. And I just I can't get enough of the guys. And I appreciate people that still send me videos of their pets touching the sleep. But most of you guys that listen to this have dogs and look i love dogs i'm not a fucking idiot i love dogs and dogs touching the sleep please keep sending glenn Molpass. shout out to glenn Molpass. he sent me a video last night of his dog i believe it was his dog called zorro twitching in his sleep and it just it made my night 
But if you have cats out there who are doing this, DMs are open. That's all I'm saying. DMs are open. Uh, I hate to sound like a fucking 97-year-old person, but the weather's shit, in it? I know I had like the hottest summer ever. Legitimately, in England, the hottest summer ever of all time. Um, and we were all complaining at the time. But what I would give to go back to being comfortable in a vest and shorts like I miss the summer man and the the thing about the thing about spring and I guess autumn right because what are we in now no we're in autumn now we're spring forward fall back right we're in, we're in autumn they're so like there may be seasons not maybe there may be seasons like they're just guessing at what they're like it's like Spring and autumn wake up every morning and just think, should we be hot or cold today? Or should we should we rain? Or should we have like Blair and Sunshine? Should we should we be windy? Or should we just they're just fucking wigging it? Like make your mind up and be a thing. Like I know it's like autumn's getting preparing you for winter and that, but even then, sometimes you wake up and it's really nice, but it's like looks really nice and then you 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 prepare to, to be like a you know, somewhat summer's day, and you go outside, and it's fucking freezing. Like, make your mind up, will you? They just purely pin the tail on the season. <laughs> I told you I had a lot of half-finished ideas on this podcast. Uh, pin the tail on the season, eh? Anybody see the? Uh, I don't suppose you did, because why would you? But did anybody see the um, the parkour championship finals? I'll say it again. Did anybody see the parkour championship finals? These are the world championships of parkour. Thought not. I saw it on the news. Why was it on the news, you ask? Well, I'll tell you why. Because Ukraine won. Because of course they did. And look. Fine. Let the winners win. Like, you know, it's it's just a shame that winning the parkour championship doesn't matter. Who's... Like, it was so... It's such a nothing event that the news almost forgot to report on it it was like at the very like oh, oh by the way and uh, by the way uh you know the park like they would do the news like oh a tsunami hit middle east and everybody died and some celebrities being cancelled because he was a rapist and uh now for the weather oh no wait actually sorry sorry the parkour championships happened and ukraine won i don't know anyways Time for the weather. Like, you know, like they almost forgot it was fucking happening themselves. And don't bring... The last thing you want to bring politics into when there's something serious happening as the war in Ukraine where literally thousands, thousands of people are dying and people are losing their families, people aren't free of their countries and whatever. The last thing you want to then turn it into is like well, at least you won the parkour championships. That's exactly what they did. They started interviewing the person that won the parkour championships and was asking, like, so what does this mean for you and your country going on at the minute? And it's like, well, he's got a disadvantage because there's, there's no... All the buildings are turned to rubble. No, that's bad. That's bad. That's bad that I said that. What's he going to jump up? Piles of dead bodies? Like, I don't know. That's terrible. That's terrible. I did not say that. That's terrible. 
But they turned, you know, does this mean a lot for you and your country winning the parkour championships? I expect, I've expected the guy to be like, no, parkour doesn't really matter. This is just a hobby that I do. Like, what? Who's the demographic? Who's who's in the audience at the parkour world championships? And why is it happening now? Shouldn't that be a part of like an Olympics or something? Just so bizarre. the news almost forgot it was happening, but that was funny. <sighs> Half baked ideas. <laughs> Things aren't necessarily funny, but whatever. Uh probably time for a quick word from our sponsors. Today's episode of Tired and Inspired is brought to you exclusively by the 2023 Parkour World Championships. Is your country being ruined by war? Then for some reason, start doing parkour and sign up now before, well, there'll still be spaces next year. Alright, while I've got you here, if you're listening to this on Thursday, tomorrow night, Friday, I'm at the Courage Works Theatre in Leeds. Any friends from the Yorkshire way want to come see that? Courage Works Theatre right in the centre of town. And then next week, uh, on Saturday the 29th, I'm at Pineapple Black in Middlesbrough for the laid-back Halloween show. So that's Leeds tomorrow night, Friday the 21st, and then 29th in Middlesbrough, Pineapple Black. Come see your show, yay! I don't really have a lot going on the next couple of weeks of the show because I'm not going to work. I need to try to save some money to go to America. So if you're out there and you're promoting, looking for us, I want you to do some gigs for you. You want to be rapping or you want to be telling some jokes and then you want to get in touch with us and I'll do your gig for you as long as your budget's fine. <laughs> that's the main thing, really, is the budget. And we go every gigs a week and I was almost like, what's about drinking on the double because it's not as cool as any kind of gig you leads in the car, drink theater and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 funny way. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I'm looking forward to next week. Good to see you in Middlesbrough. Good to see you in we're back um, yeah man Courage Works Theatre tomorrow well if you listen to this on Thursday uh, on Friday look forward to that doing some stand up comedy um, yeah man some sad news this week uh, Robbie Coltrane died if you listen to this and don't know who Robbie Coltrane is he's a legendary English actor um, I know he's most famous for uh, being in Harry Potter, but I don't watch Harry Potter, so fuck that shit. But um, he's been in loads of stuff on TV for years and years and years. And uh, of course, of course, the man can't rest in peace. Uh, no closure for his family or nothing like that because he died. And being in Harry Potter, he was a friend close to J.K. Rowling. So, of course, when Robbie Coltrane died, lots of people were saying they're glad he's dead because he's friends with J.K. Rowling, who is a transphobe. Now, first and foremost, don't be a transphobe. Let people do what they want because it's none of your business. If people want to be trans, let them be trans. If people want to identify as he, him, they, them, whatever they want to identify as, let them. 
because it doesn't fucking matter what they identify. If they're a dickhead, that's a completely different point. But by all intents and purposes, not that I knew the fucking guy, but it sounds like Robbie Coltrane was a very nice, professional, family man who was great at his job and all the actors that have came out and said rest in peace and stuff makes you think that this guy was a nice, genuine gentleman. Okay? So on one hand, don't be a transphobe. Let people do whatever they want to do. Aimed at you, J.K. Rowling. On the other hand, trans people and trans allies, don't say you're glad a man has died because he's friends with someone who disagrees with your way of life. This is the thing. When I die, if I get, God forbid, if I ever get famous enough as Robbie Coltrane, well known as Robbie Coltrane, to the point where people are mourning my death on Twitter, or at least talking about my death on Twitter, <coughs> I want people to be confused when I die. I'm right down the middle, as evident by this topic. Don't be a transphobe. But don't mourn a, don't say you're glad a person died because they're friends with somebody who's a transphobe. These things, you guys are fucking savages, man. These things don't make sense. It's for, I, I think I think the line that we draw. Because look, there's you can still let's have a think. What I'm trying to say here. I'm trying to cause some confusion. I want people. I want people to be indifferent when I die. I want them to go, "Ah, oh, Jack Fox died. Is that a is that a loss, or is that are we happy for the guys out here?" Because I I think when when you should be happy that someone dies, right, is if that person has maybe done something personal to you that is horrible and abhorrent to you personally, a murderer somebody that has done sexually assaulted to you specifically fucking people that have started wars and genocide right let's fucking let's disab- look I'm a fucking I'm a white guy with a podcast in his bedroom my, my opinion doesn't count right what I'm trying to say is there's a very niche group of people that we should be happy when they die not a guy that played a wizard in a movie because he's friends with someone. Is what I'm trying to is the point I'm trying to get across. These people on Twitter are fucking savages and they're celebrating the guy died because he's friends with someone. If put yourself in his shoes for once, right? Fine. Whatever J.K. Rowland's personal opinions are and whatever they share about whatever they feel about trans people aside Robbie Coltrane's an actor doing he's saying he's got some TV credits and stuff he's doing fine in life he's probably maybe hasn't hit the peak of his career probably kind of wishes that he could be a bit more, bit more successful but he's fine toddling along fine and then this opportunity to be in a Harry Potter film franchise comes along, completely changes his life financially, helps his kids, probably their kids, their kids' kids. This is generational. This is this is a role. This is a life-changing opportunity for generations. 
I'm just talking financially, not to think of the joy he's going to bring to millions and millions of people, kids around the globe. Like, his kids, kids, will be like, my granddad is in a fucking Harry Potter movie. Like, how cool is that, right? And then the guy brings joy to millions of people and lives a very successful, fulfilled career, dies at the age of 70-something, which is too young, but, you know, whatever. It is what it is. is. It's unfortunate. It's life. And then people on Twitter who are doing fucking nothing with their lives, by the way, or like glad Robbie Coltrane's dead because he once a month had brunch with somebody that changed his fucking life for the better. Get a fucking grip, man. You guys are savages. So that little rant there that I just went on, play that in two parts when I die. Play the part first about how if you're a transphobe, you should fuck off. So everybody's like, oh, this guy was one of this guy was one of us, he's a good guy. And then play the bit at the end where I called you all savages and said you should get off his back because he had dinner once a month with JK Rowling. Then take a poll on Twitter to say if you're glad that I'm dead or not. And then we'll see how much I live in infamy. People to be confused when I die. That's what I'm saying. Oh, so disrespectful. (sighs) I was... uh... Right, I've got two things to talk about here. I'm going to talk about one of them. Uh... I uh, hate the anxiety of constantly not knowing what kind of handshake I'm going to go for when I see somebody. Uh, I went to a thing last night, um, the Sunderland Short Film Festival, because my music video, Lady Luck, was being shown. And it's sort of like a competition thing, but it's not going to win the competition because the directors that directed Lady Luck are the organisers of the event. So if Lady Luck wins, it's going to be like a fix anyways. And also, I should point out that uh, at the end of the event, there was a Q&A with uh, the organiser of the event, Chris Allen and Grant Robson from Wickham 89, who shot, directed and shot uh, Lady Luck. Um, you know, Lady Luck, if, let me refresh your memory, Lady Luck, the video is where I tied up a guy and I was torturing him, and then at the end, he gets up and pays me and then walks off, like it's a Shyamalan twist at the end. Uh, I love the video, I really do, I'm really, really happy with how it came out, although when you watch it back again, you think, I could have done a better performance on that, but I really enjoyed it, um, it was a great, fun experience doing it, um, so we got on stage at the Q&A, and uh, Chris introduced me, and I walked up to the microphone, and people were clapping and applauding, and then quickly said, you know, chances are this isn't going to win, because I'm the organiser, and I said, yep, it's like when Ukraine won the Eurovision Song Contest, it's going to be a pity vote, to which just bombed frontingly and I realised that the people in the audience are you know people that attend film festivals and not students at the stand waiting to hear jokes that might you know what I mean so that's why you don't put a comedian on a microphone at a Q&A um, but anyways whatever I was at uh, this event last night there was people that, that were there that I hadn't seen for a long long time and you know I go to gigs and stuff, and, and I'm a rapper. <laughs> so sometimes when I see people, I go for the old fist bump. But these, as I said, are people that go to film festivals and such. So these types of people don't even go for a handshake. They sometimes go for a hug with two kisses. 
I'm not saying anything about them as per- as as persons, as people, but the type of people that were at this particular event. So all the way through, that, I'm sitting by myself as well. By the way, is is I mean, I, I just went by, I went on my ones. So people are by the, are, are in groups of friends that I'm seeing that I haven't seen for a while. People that I've collaborated with before in different projects. People that uh, I know that are friends of friends that I'm meeting for the first time, maybe stuff like that. So I don't really know what the etiquette is. Um, so I've just got constant anxiety whenever I meet somebody. Am I going for a fist bump? handshake, the clasped handshake and shoulder-to-shoulder bump sort of hug thing, just a straight-up hug, kissing one cheek, two cheeks, what's the crack? So, I came up with a solution, and I might just use this going forward. Uh, if if I see you, and we're going to greet you, and I'm, both of us seem unsure about what we're going to do, I'm just going to fully submit and suck you off. Like, that's just... I'm just going to just like clear things up. Like if I just drop to my knees and just fully submit and just, just unload in my mouth. That's, <laughs> that's just what I'm going to do from now on. That's just, that's just what the crack's going to be. Uh, just cut straight to the point and uh, just not in my mouth. That's what. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Oh, I should have chose the other option thing to talk about. Um. <laughs> All right, that'll probably do you. Fuck it, I got things to do this afternoon. Um, well, this has been a half-baked episode because I haven't really got much to talk about. Although twenty-five minutes, you'd think I was fucking lying. How mad is it that every most weeks I do like a half an hour of talking about absolutely fucking nothing? And I mean, some episodes are better than others, but Jesus. Crazy. Um, yeah, like I said at the start of this section, I haven't got loads of gigs coming up. Uh, I'm in Leeds Friday and then Pineapple Black next week in Middlesbrough. Um, if you're feeling fucking generous and if you missed my birthday, which was at the start of October, you can donate to the podcast if you like. I'm going to America next month to see Christina and any extra cash is more than welcome. I know I fucking hate begging for money, but if you listen to this every week and I provide some sort of entertainment, it would be much, much appreciated. The link is at the bottom of the show notes in the description. Uh, if if not, then just share it. Tell a friend that you listen to this and you do enjoy it. And uh, I can't believe people still listen to this. You guys are crazy. Much appreciated. Um, and I guess I'll see you next week when we'll be into... Well, are we going to be into November next week? No, no, no. no, 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 no. Okay, that's fine. Um, all right, much love to you guys, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose. I fucking suppose so. Uh, and I'll speak to you next week. All right, tell a friend, uh, kiss your mother, and if you don't want to go on a handshake or a fist bump, just fully submit. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Celebrate a goal with a finger wave like the canio. Pain in my heart, smile on my face like I'm happy though. 
catch me taking a summer out in Lazio, drinking a Capri Sun with my feet up, suntanning on the patio. I'm the craziest bloke. What you're saying's a joke. Look at your bars like a bus driver when someone pays with a note. I've just been announced as the newest member of G-Unit. New girl in a white tee, but you can definitely see through it. You make up what you rap about, but I've actually been through it. My next album coming out exclusively on sheet music. 